from the gospel today. So they went off and preached conversion. The twelve apostles drove out many demons. In the name of the Father, the Son of the Holy Spirit. Last week I started reading a biography of St. Dominic. St. Dominic was the founder of the Dominican order. This is what the Dominican habit looks like. That's St. Thomas Aquinas, one of the uh, premier Dominicans. Um, St. Dominic Guzman um, was um, canonized on July 13th, 1234. That would be tomorrow, the year 1234. It's very easy to remember. One, two, three, four. Steel trap, isn't it? Right. Anyway, uh, he was canonized tomorrow in 1234. Uh, Saint Dominic um, and Saint Francis are always listed together in the litany of the saints. That's a powerful prayer to call upon the saints, praying the litany of the saints. Um, a lot of the saints are just listed individually, but there are some saints who are joined in the litany, like St. Peter and St. Paul, pray for us. St. Francis and St. Dominic, pray for us. Well, it's interesting because um, St. Uh, Dominic died in the year 1221, and he was canonized three years later. St. Francis of Assisi, he died in um, 1226, and he was canonized just a couple of years later. Saint Saint Francis beat Saint Dominic to the uh, to being a, a saint, but they they both came along at the same time. Um, saint Francis in Italy, Saint Dominic in Spain, and in the south of France. Um, it's interesting because I I mentioned earlier in the announcements Saint Benedict. Again, he died in 543 uh, because St. Benedict started founding monasteries and convents. He started the Benedictine order the way St. Francis started the Franciscans. St. Dominic started the Dominicans. Um, the, uh, what, what was St. Benedict doing that, had, that he had in common with St. Dominic and St. Francis. Well, they were obviously starting these uh, bureaucratic structures we called religious orders. If that's what you think, you couldn't be more, uh, you couldn't be further from the truth. What St. Benedict was doing in Italy was starting a family. What St. Dominic was doing in Spain was starting a family. What St. Francis was doing was starting a family. In fact, when um, this year, uh, 2015, is the 800th anniversary of the Dominicans being started, um, the, um, they started using first the rule of St. Benedict, and later on, when they got their official start, their uh, the, the approval from Rome, they switched over to the rule of St. Augustine. Uh, so St. Benedict helped them get started 800 years ago this year. Um, and what St. Dominic what wanted to do was to start a family. Now, here's something else St. Benedict, St. Dominic, and St. Francis have in common. Um, they all believed in their own different countries, in their own different times, that the world was falling 
apart. Oh, that's it. Saint uh, Saint Benedict went uh, left his hometown of Norcia, about 50 miles away from Rome. He went to Rome to study. He could not get out of there fast enough. Oh, of course it was the center of uh, the Catholic Church. He couldn't get out of there fast enough. It was so corrupt. And he started founding monasteries anywhere but Rome. I mean, there are Benedictine monasteries now in Rome. But he got out of there and he started founding monasteries. Um, um, but he saw the world, it's coming to an end. St. Dominic went with his bishop from Spain um, up to Denmark on personal business with the bishop. And they had to go through the south of France. Beautiful country. You know where Lourdes is? Well, nearby is Toulouse, the, the, the city of Toulouse. Beautiful countryside in, in those mountains. And when they got there, it was a mess. Decades, decades of men and women living in error about him. Uh, they had turned the place into a dump. They were, they were living terrible lives. Um, in fact, they would be at home in most big cities here in this country. Uh, just think about all that, that ails us today. And the, they had many of the same problems. Um, so what did St. Benedict, so what did St. Dominic do? Um, he, uh, he, saw, um, he saw that there was a need to help these people. That the, uh, the stable um, community of St. Benedict couldn't do. Uh, instead of fleeing the city, he wanted to go into the city and help the, uh, those people turn things around. So he started his Dominican order um, and he used the rosary. He used the rosary um, to do this. Now, friends, to be clear, the rosary is this. The rosary is this. What happened here and everything that happened before, during and after this. That's what the rosary is. It's a meditation on that. Um, so if you're if you pray the rosary, you and your friend or you and your family members are doing this meditation um, in an imperfect way. Um, you're meditating on this. St. Dominic put things in order um, through the, by the grace of God. He and his preachers, they read today's gospel and they called themselves the order of preachers. They went off and preached conversion. That's what the gospel says. That's where St. Dominic got the idea. Uh, they're called Order of Preachers. And um, um, from, one, from one biography, they mention how St. Dominic became discouraged. Um, at one point, St. Dominic became discouraged at the lack of progress of his work. No matter how much he worked, these errors, these heresies, stayed on. Uh, he received a vision from Our Lady, and she showed him a crown of roses. This represented the rosary. Our Lady told St. Dominic to say the rosary every day and to teach it to all who would listen, and eventually the true faith would win out. Um, and that's exactly what he did. He used the rosary to teach the gospel to people who had fallen completely away 
from the true faith in Christ. They had been practicing error, and because they had been living and practicing error for decades, they had turned the, the world around them into a real muddled mess. Friends, here's a news flash for you. The world is falling apart. Right now, it's falling apart. Just as in the day of St. Benedict died, 543. Just as in the day of St. Dominic died, 1221. Just as in the day of St. Francis died, 1226. You you, kind of get this, uh, the feeling that every generation sees the world as falling apart. Yeah, but now now it's really true. Um, We can all list our our top ten reasons why the world is falling apart. I mean, can you get past Iran wants to drop a million nuclear bombs on America? I mean, but other than that, you know, everything's fine. The, um, that's serious, isn't it? Um, in 1917, Our Lady first appeared to those three children at Fatima on May 13th, again on June 13th, July 13th, and on and on and on. Um, you may recall that every time she appeared to them, she said different things. But there was one thing she said every time she repeated herself every time. And what was it? What was that that she repeated? She repeated this. Pray the rosary to call down peace on the world and uh, for the conversion of sinners. Parents, you understand how absolutely necessary it is to repeat yourselves. How many fathers this summer have said only once to their children, please close the door. I can't air condition the whole backyard. You just said that one time, right? I bet you eat one potato chip, one M&M, right? One piece of popcorn. Of course not. You, you have to say it all the time to your children, right? And so we have to repeat these things because children don't automatically get it. Some do. Some are exceptional. Um, but most need the repetition. So Our Lady is talking to children ages 10, 8, and 7. And she is telling them something different, but she's repeating this each time. Uh, I wish I could say that every day of my life I prayed the rosary. I haven't. You haven't. Your children haven't. Your, your grandchildren haven't. They need to hear this because there is no peace in the world. And there are many sinners that need to be converted. Remember the first time Our Lady spoke to the children? It was very soon that she told the children, yes, you will go to heaven. Yes, you will go to heaven. Yes, he will go to heaven, but he will have to pray many rosaries. So she assured them that they would all go to heaven. On July 13th, 98 years ago, Our Lady appeared to the children. And uh, the, uh, the July apparition, um, Father Apostoli has this to say, has this to write. As Our Lady was finishing the prayer, she opened her hands as she had done the two previous months. Rays of light once again came from her hands. But what the children saw was far different from what they had seen the first two times. Um, And the children were given a vision of hell. Very, very vivid uh, vision of hell. They could see the bodies of the condemned um, uh, alive in hell, floating uh, up and down 
like on the ways of the sea. And they were being tormented by demons of all stripes. Right. I won't read it to you. I could, but you can read it yourself. Um, I recommend you do. Um, But what Our Lady was doing, doesn't it sound like that was something for mature audiences only? It's like Our Lady. uh, You know, there was a time when I thought that, too. No, Our Lady had already braced the children for this. She told them, yes, you will go to heaven. Yes, you will go to heaven. Yes, he will go to heaven. But he will have to pray many rosaries. They, They had already assured. They were already assured that they were going to heaven. And Our Lady was showing them, children, before you go to heaven, you need to get to work. You need to pray the rosary every day. You need to offer your sacrifices to God for the conversion of sinners. Do you remember when Pope Francis was new in his office and uh, he gave his first interview? Um, And one of the first things he said, uh, well, I would describe myself, first, I'm a sinner. Well, so many people probably thought, aha, the Pope is a sinner. Well, can you find a Pope from Pope Francis back to St. Peter who wasn't a sinner? I mean, all the popes are sinners. I mean, and every one of the Catholic Church is a sinner except for me. Right? The, um, uh, you're sinners. Your children are sinners. And if they're not, when they get a little older, they will be. Right? I mean, the babies, goo goo gaga. I mean, come on. What, can, what sin can they commit? But one of the first words they ever say is mine or no. Right? The, uh, so, uh, Our Lady... Our Lady was um, requesting help. Um, she was asking the children to help. When I was a kid, I used to watch uh, Art Link, the Art Link Letter Show. And he used to say, kids say the darndest things. And they do. And they will tell you everything. They really will. Over 26 years, I've heard kid after kid say this. One kid says to the other, um, dropping a towel here or their shoes there in the middle of the living room, dropping the towel on the bathroom floor. Uh, the other kid goes to pick it up. Oh, just leave that. Mom will pick it up. She likes doing that. Mom doesn't like doing that. But, but think about it. Pray the rosary every day and offer your sacrifices for the conversion of sinners. You know, when we know what we're supposed to do and we don't do it, isn't that a form of saying, well, you like doing that stuff. You do it. Or here, let's get it. Let's get even focused. Hey, you, you do it. You're up there. Go ahead. That is what we're saying. That is what I've said in an implicit way. No, I'm not going to pray the rosary today. I'm not going to offer my sacrifices today. Uh, the second reading says we're adopted sons and daughters of God the Father. Look what his son did. And we're not going to lift a finger. Um, St. Dominic saw a need and he understood that God was calling him to preach um, to those who were in error, his truth, his way. And how did St. How was St. Dominic led? He was he was led to use the rosary. St. Dominic did not invent the rosary, but he used the rosary in a very capable manner to teach people who were in muddled error to recognize uh, what it was and to convert. Um, it says here, repentance, conversion. So they went off and preached 
repentance. They often preached conversion. The um, St. Dominic's order is called the order of preachers. Friends, if, if you can find another way to preach this, um, where you and your spouse and your children or you and your grandchildren can do it easier, knock yourselves out. Absolutely. But, but friends, the rosary is a prayer that is indulgenced. In other words, it's blessed and it brings people together. Uh, Our Lady was showing the children 98 years ago this vision of hell, not to scare them, but to recognize how urgent the need is because the world is falling apart. Um, the world is falling apart, just like in 543 with uh, St. Benedict and 1221 with St. Dominic in 1226 with St. Francis. Um, friends, right now the need is as urgent as those times. Um, you, some could argue more urgent because the weapons of destruction are greater. Uh, but, but friends, Our Lady is asking us to help her. She is our mother. And, and no, she's not my servant. Uh, just, just the other way around. And no, she has no power that he has not put into her hands. She doesn't have some magic credit card. She doesn't have some magic power that he doesn't know about. Every power that she has has been placed in her hands by God. Uh, and so um, Our Lady said to the children at Fatima, in the end, my immaculate heart will triumph. Uh, you see, if we turn our back on the people who are desperate, in desperate need, um, there are eternal consequences for our lack of prayer, lack of sacrifice. They might end up in hell. And you know what? Um, I might end up there right alongside them. You, your children, your grandchildren. Oh, no, 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 that's not going to happen. You can't answer for yourself. You can't answer for them any more than I can answer for myself. Friends, think about these things and discuss them with your children, your grandchildren. Discuss them with each other. So they went out and preached repentance. The twelve apostles drove out many demons. In the name of the Father, and Son, and the Holy Spirit.